Hey y'all, just wanted to give a trigger warning on the episode. This week we are talking about surviving R. Kelly and conversations about rape and sexual assault do come up. Thanks for listening. Hey, hey, welcome to the Vagistine Podcast. It's Vanessa here and you know we're having courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. And we have Paris here. Hey, Paris. Hello, hello. (laughs) So, you know, at the last episode that I recorded, I said hey, I'm taking a hiatus from doing the podcast until, like, end of January. Mm-hmm. But, because I'm going to go on vacay. You know I got to do self-care. You know I got to get away, Paris. But, um, I could not leave, and we couldn't, we could not pause until the end of January because a documentary came out. And I had no idea that this documentary was going to come out so quickly like i saw the trailer and it was like next week here we are (laughs) i was like what so i was surprised so this is why i'm taking a little bit of time from my hiatus and i even i even posted on my instagram and said that um that i was going to you know we should talk about self-care Anyway, I posted a post to basically say how, you know, people need to self-care and take as many days as they need to, but I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to like, I'm going to restart the self-care tomorrow because there was a documentary that came out about R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. It's been what's hot in the streets. It's been tweeted about. It's been all the things. And so Paris and I wanted to talk about it because we watched it together. Yes, we watched the first (laughs) night together. We watched it together and then... Um, we had so many, we had, we just had a lot of like conversation. And so we wanted to talk about some of the main themes that came out. So I think the first theme that comes up for me is the, our first, our perceptions of the victim, of what a victim is or what a victim looks like. And so for me, and I wrote down my notes this time because we owe it to the people. Let me get my notes out. (laughs) I felt that. A lot of what I was reading and a lot of what was happening on social media was like some victims felt believable, some victims weren't, some victims were more emotional than others, or like she looks like she's been hurt versus this person has been hurt. And I feel like that really bothered me. And then it, I feel like the culminating experience came when uh, they interviewed the juror and the juror said, like, I didn't believe I didn't none of those women. I didn't like those girls. I didn't <laughs> like the way they were dressed. I didn't like this. I didn't like that. And it's like, facts, right. the facts, Right. He was like, the like, way that, so then we, we, even our perceptions of a victim around, like, how we view them, the kind of clothes that they're wearing. I feel like if all the victims came on stage with, like, coats on and had, you know, their buttons buttoned up to here, it would have been like, man, she's too homely. Like, R. Kelly would never try and exactly. get with that. But then if you... Like we did with Usher and right. one girl. Yeah. Exactly. But then if it's clearly whatever this, these people were wearing they when, they, fast, they, were right, when they... Right. When they went on trial. Or... Right. Then it was just like, you know, we had this perception. So I think that was like um, really big. Like yeah. a really big thing for me. So what do you think about that? I think everyone's... Um, I think people look at what a victim is mm-hmm. based on who the perpetrator is. So when oh, it was Kavanaugh shit. when it was when it was Kavanaugh mm-hmm. for the Supreme Court mm-hmm. and that lady said she didn't remember, everyone a lot of people who are now defending R. Kelly were saying, Well, she doesn't have to remember it happened to her and it happened twenty years ago. It was very dramatic. Victims don't remember. R. Kelly comes around <laughs> 
and you stepped in the name of love. You believed you could fly. Uh, you know, you knew women stood up. You know, yeah. age was never a number. Now it's all of a sudden is well, th- those girls were fast. They knew what they were doing. Uh, and 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 it's it's two sides to a story. There could be fifty sides to a story, but at the end of the day, he had sex with a fifteen-year-old girl. How many sides do you need to like that? End of the day, you weren't there. You weren't there though. These but, little fast-ass girls. But then the one was he had sex with the girl. She said she was eighteen. He showed her the ID. Found out it was sixteen. Mm-hmm. And his response was Kanye shrug, like oh. Yeah, it didn't stop him. Cool. I mean, just don't tell anybody. Right, it didn't and, derail uh, him at doing all. What we're doing. It's like that's I don't even sick. know what the well. It was also the the thing that got me was how he was still engaging and still winking at the young women who were coming, like skipping school yeah. and coming to the trial. It was like, okay, okay. Um. And still was talking to Sparkle's niece, supposedly to this day. No, he still. Get the hell out of here. The father was the guitarist on a bunch of the albums. Oh, true. Right. So they're still like... Still enabling all and of it's these like, things. Are, you, are we... I mean, I think that... Are, are I think not only... I think we saw this this larger conversation around victims and how we view victims, like, clearly in the microcosm in this documentary and, like, talking to a juror. But I think the larger narrative around, like, even how cops may perceive victims, like, if people are getting beat at home or the whole perception of you're too smart or you're too privileged yep. or you're too old or you're too whatever to be manipulated by somebody. And... I think at the basic root, just because someone is not crying or they're able to better, and I was going to say better manage your emotions, crying does not mean you can't manage your emotions, sidebar. Yes. But I think if a person is like broken up about it or they're showing vulnerability, then it makes them, you know, it makes them like more believable versus a person. And it's the same thing we saw going back to your point about the uh, Brett Kavanaugh thing, that's the same thing they were saying about Anita Hill versus... um, Thomas. Yeah, but Anita Hill was very... Like, she didn't cry. She was very, like... This is what it was. And even, like, today's... (laughs) Today's... um, Today's perception when... um, I cannot remember the woman who accused Brett Kavanaugh right now. Uh, I cannot remember her name. But the but Brett Kavanaugh's doctor, accuser. It was she was doctor something. Um, cannot remember her name, but she showed she cried and whatever and whichever way people choose to do that, it should be okay based on who that person is. And so I think there's just, just we need to let that go. We need to just let people grieve or process in the ways that are best for them because not everyone always has the same reaction to things. Just like if people are sexually assaulted or raped, some people giggle. Some people have that nervous laugh because yes. they're nervous and they're going through something. Some people shut down well, completely. Like everybody was like trashing the, the, the manager who was laughing when he was like how he got them married. And I was like, as I mean, much as I was upset at first, as much as I was upset at first, then I was thought that could have been like a, a nervous laughter too. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's what I did. I mean, does, the, but, does he feel... I, oh, we're going to get to yeah. that. Sorry. Like, does um, he even feel sorry? But that's... And mm. we'll probably go into this later, but there were a lot of people who were uh, victims that... And there were some people where I didn't feel um, as bad for. Mm-hmm. And none of them were the victims. Yeah. It was more the, the parents to... Yeah. Uh, 
God, what was her name? Is it Joc- was it Jocelyn? Or was it... It was... Oh, Azriel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where they said, yeah, we knew about what R. Kelly did, but he was found not guilty. So once you're found not guilty, that means you didn't do it. And you're like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, so we were at the R. Kelly concert, and... Um, and, and he wanted to grab my daughter on stage. And yeah, we thought that was cool. And we're like, I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, but we didn't let him uh, be, be around our daughter by himself. So then there is a problem. You just didn't care because you never thought it would happen to your child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Christine Ford, thank yes, you. Yes, Dr. Christine Ford, um, thank you so much. But everybody, a lot of people in those situations never cared because it's not their child. Um, their family isn't the victim. And that's a, that's the problem that we hear right now. A lot yeah. of people are saying, these girls should have done this, these girls should have done that, it wouldn't have been me, I wouldn't have done this. But yep. at the end of the day, if that was your daughter, what would your reaction be? And, and the thing- you would not want to hear that it was your fault because you shouldn't have raised a girl that was fast. Has nothing to do with a girl being fast. You're going into has all my themes. Do... You're going to all my themes, Paris. <laughs> Damn. I mean, the victim's like, it has everything to do with, at the end of the day, this is R. Kelly. This is a legend in my mind. Either I can sing or I'm just a super fan and he's right here. So he wants to talk and hang out. We're going to hang out. Then it gets to a point. He only picks those girls that are vulnerable. That was stated in the documentary. Second when, theme. Yes. <laughs> when he wanted to Let's sleep, go there. When he wanted to sleep with women, he would sleep with the women and the girls that he wouldn't want would be the girls who had their own, who had... They're, you know, they they weren't they, they weren't sexually abused. Mm-hmm. Their houses weren't broken. They or you know, like they mentally help. because so, the person who said women. like meant the person who they interviewed, um, who they blurred out the voice said, if she was strong mentally, then that's the person that he would like move yeah, along. Yeah, he but would like sleep with if, and then let right. it go. But if he sat there and talked to you and then told you about his vulnerabilities and then you would tell him about yours and then he would, all right, cool. Now yeah. I know that this person is going to move in with me. So I think the second theme is what you're saying. I think it's this culture of younger. I, I heard you in a couple things and I want to address all of those. But I think the, the second theme that came up for me was this culture of young girls. And like you have the fast girls and you got the, you know, the and just overall his preference for young girls. And I think from, of course, everything that I've been reading, just like from articles to people's tweets have been around, you know, the vulnerability of young girls. And yes, yeah. absolutely. The other thing is I want to talk about just just like laws, but also when you're young and you have a crush. I think we've all had, when we were younger, we all had crushes on some actor that yeah. was not within our age range or, you know, like I love, I, I think I like... Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Or like, <laughs> but like, whatever, like older Will Smith, like whatever, yeah. like older guys. And I think like there were plenty of dudes who had like posters of like grown women on their walls. And I think we need to, I think that like when we see these things and the thing that gets on my nerves is I feel like our gut reaction is like, if that was me, I wouldn't. Mm, mm, mm. First of all, you don't know what you would do if At it was all. you. First of all, second of all, when you're talking through like, well, why did the girl, you know, why did she go off with him? If somebody that you are starstruck by gives you some attention, you, duh, 
you're going to be like, exactly. oh my gosh, you're giving this to me. But two, just because like I think you're hot and I think you're great does not mean I want to have sex with you. Like, what if I just wanted to just be next to this person, or maybe I just wanted to be next to R. Kelly, or like I just think R. Kelly's really cute, and I just want to. At that age, we were all admiring people that we never had the guts to go up to or do anything with. We just admired them from afar. And, and just because I admire you does not mean I want to engage in a sexual relationship with you. And, and a lot of those girls, they, a lot of those stories sounded just like that. Where yeah. Just like, yeah, we want to hang out great. with him. Uh, he told me to meet him at his hotel or come to his house. He told me to bring a bathing suit. And I was like... Huh? Right. <laughs> Nobody okay. was like, whoa, I yeah. feel he asked me to put on a bathing suit. Like, no one. He told me no to bring a cares. bathing suit because he's going to have a pool party. So it's cool. I get there and, like, it's just me and him. And he had me do a sexy walk. And then he told me to take off my body. Right. And I'm thinking, I don't know. But then right. that's when the power comes in. Like there you, you said, that's when the power comes in. And he's just like, well, at this point, you're at his house. What are you gonna do? Right? Are you gonna say no and God knows what's gonna happen, or do you just say yes? Let's just get this over with and get out of here. And he is the blame. You cannot blame the victim because at the end of the day, this grown man knew that they were fifteen, sixteen. Paris is out here from broken and homes. Reading, y'all. I'm just saying they're, they're, <laughs> they're from broken homes. They're from they they can be easily manipulated. That is on him at the end of the day, and he was a pimp. He treated these women like hoes. He had the mentality of a pimp. Look down. Don't talk to me. Ask me for anything. Call yeah, me daddy. That was, all yeah, that. that was like, which we'll, we'll get into later. Yeah. But like, it's just... So to go off of that point, and just for people to understand, because I heard so many, because I think this is the shared thing, even for myself. I think everybody was like, well, when I was 15, I was with somebody who was 19. Or when I was 16, I was with somebody that was 20 or whatever. Just because we did it, y'all. When I was 18, I was dating somebody who was 28. When I look back on it now, at the, at that time, I wasn't I wasn't having sex with the person. But when I think about it, like... Where we were, we weren't even on the same level. Like, 18, I was going into college. I was feeling myself at 28. And that's why I stopped talking to this dude because I felt the pressure. Like, he kept being, like, he wanted to wife me. And I was like, I just want to be hoeing. So, like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, please. Like, he wanted, he was, like, trying. Not not yet. (laughs) He wanted to get me to, like, come to his graduation barbecue and come meet his mom. And I'm like, ah, I'm all right. Yeah. So, Yes, just because we have done it and just because we've survived it does not mean it was the right thing. And number and number two, what I always tell my students in high school, it's not about like, I don't think you have the mental capacity and we know scientifically they don't and teenagers don't, but it's about power. Like, do we have equal power in a relationship? Can you tell, can you do things with this person you know, on the same equal playing field. Are you able to assert yourself? Yep. Are you able to communicate with them? And most likely when there's an age difference like that, and the bigger the age difference, you don't have that same power. And so that's the way I frame it rather than being like, you're too young. Because once you start going to that uh, territory, the person starts feeling defensive exactly. and nobody's listening to you. But when I ask you like, well, do y'all have the same power? Can you make the same decisions? Who's more likely to be able to drive somebody? Who's more able, likely to have money in that situation? You're not. And so, therefore, you're losing your power second by second by just even by the resources, but even, like, 
mentally, emotionally, the access to things that you're able to have when you are the younger person in a relationship. And so I think we need to think about that. And then when we're talking about the power, we're talking about R. Kelly, who's a singer. We have a lot of people who wanted to be singers. We had a lot of people who just wanted to be next to R. Kelly. We had a lot of people who were like, man, like, R. Kelly seems like a great guy. Yep. If I just get to know R. Kelly, he can potentially help my career. And that was yep. every, a lot of people, the people who had, who had the music um, aspirations. That's what they were looking for. The entire So time. when people are like, he didn't really do anything. Yeah, but the sheer, when somebody feels like they can't say no, which that's another thing that we're going to talk bring up here. When the person feels like they can't say no, or they don't have the power to say no, or they feel like something's going to happen, or they can't say no freely, then we're going into sexual assault territory. We're going into power and boundaries territory, and we can't. That's that's a that's a source of power, and that again strips the power from the younger person in the situation to be able to leave or walk away or being able to consent to any type of act. Or the person with money or yeah, but in this particular case it would be it would be the the powerful person. Yes. And it's always the onus and this is and I wrote that right here. The onus is always on the older person. So while we sit here talking about like if I was the girl, no, it's not up to the younger party. Just like we always say, people who are drunk, high um, if they, in the state of Maryland is if the person is under 16, there cannot be a four more year difference between partners. The person who is pursuing the person who is older, the responsibility is on them because legally the person, the younger person cannot give consent. I'm sorry. And, and how about this? She didn't look 15. Well, guess what? Well, guess what? <laughs> guess what? Guess what? As the older person, you know, what, you know what your job is? I'm tired of that. How about find out if she's... Outside of that. How about find out if she's 18? So, me as a person who had... You cannot sit there and say, at the end of the day, she didn't look like she was 15 or 16. It's not her job to look 15 or 16. (laughs) And what does that look like? It's your job to make sure she's not 15 or 16. And And you better do your damn Not to talk to these girls. You're, You're literally talking to these girls right now knowing that they're 15 or 16 or if there's a chance if there's a chance that the girl that I'm talking to is and I am I'm 31 31 32 whatever I can't remember <laughs> how, how, how you yeah, don't know okay I, I was at the count Carry the Woo, two okay one. got it okay birthday years there's not my cutoff would probably be 22 23 24 because my thing is I have nothing in common with you you don't what the hell are we talking about you're talking about college. I'm not. You're talking about God knows what. I'm. The things that we're talking about right now, I have joints that hurt sometimes when I wake up. You don't want to hear that shit. Somebody my age probably will. There's not a lot in common that we have. So I can imagine if you're 28, 29, 30, 40, 50 like R. Kelly is, and you're talking to a... a, a 17, 19-year-old Every because, girl to me yeah. looks like they're 15 once you're 20 and under. So and so I don't want to hear the excuse that she looked 15 or 16. As a man, end of the day, or as a woman, if you're talking to someone who looks young, you find out the age, and then that's when you stop. And then you wait those three or four and years. If you if ever, you still want to be a But creep. if you feel any doubt, my thing is like when that doubt starts popping up, that's I think there needs go. to be a question. There needs to be a question. <laughs> but the thing is, as a person who... You know, had their period at nine, had breasts by nine, 
all through middle school and high school being sexually sexually harassed for the body that I had. Hips came in when I was eight. A lot of older men tried to talk to me, and and I and, and the same thing happened with my sister as well. And I just remember people being like, "Oh, but you don't look," or "She doesn't look." Okay, but if you have a full set of cheeks, if like we know what children look yes. like, if your hair isn't done a certain way or you're wearing certain you clothes, you still got the side ponytail like, with the with like the with the ball beret. When you got a beret at the bottom, like stop playing games. But it's just like based on appearance, I could look at you. Like yes, can I be off? By can I be off? But like rarely are we sitting here not being able to distinguish children yes. from adults. And if that is a question in your mind, then we got to keep it put. Like I'm sorry, we. I don't want them problems. Just keep it pushing. It's like, not worth it. Nah. Unless you're that type of person, <laughs> and it is worth it. And then that's yeah. a problem. So, Period. Yeah. So by law, it is always. The onus is on the older person. I don't care what y'all say. You better start checking IDs out here. And if you feel like you have to check an ID, then no. No. So an- another thing, because um, I went to I went to private school in middle school, mm-hmm. and then so did you and so yeah. did my wife. Yeah, yeah. What I didn't know, talking to other women, mm. guys would pull up to high schools. Yeah. To pick up girls. See, that didn't from like happen. From like 15, mm. like from like freshman year through senior. Like if the. Yeah. The 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 cutest, you know, sophomore, junior, senior yeah. would have a 20 something year old guy picking them up. Where? What the hell? I, I, I never saw that. Yeah. Because like you weren't allowed to come on yeah, campus. Yeah. So at so, so at that, my high there school, was that no. kind of like that was that false protection. But like, but, like a lot once of you leave those gates. And yeah. You're walking home. Yeah. It's no different than a guy like you know driving by honking the horn yeah. trying to talk to you. So but, just like, to that, give... that's a scary proposition to know you're like leaving high school. There are guys literally waiting on the sidewalk Absolutely. trying to talk to you. Real ass predators out here. But just to give some other context for this as well, before we move on to the next theme, when you look at stats. When you look at stats, statistically in this country, because we might think it's like, oh, I knew this one girl or that girl was fast. Statistically in this country, I think I think the stat is over 40% of teen births, the fathers of people who have teen births, who have teen mothers, mm-hmm. those fathers are 20 and up. So it so just to quantify that you have Nasty. if a like, girl is a teen mom, it's more likely that the father of her baby is not a junior in high school with her. Yeah. It's more probable that her the father of her baby is going to be a guy twenty and up. That is fact. These are the statistics that are out there. So it just tells me there's a more there's a systematic problem out here. It's a systemic problem right. that like. R. Kelly is amplified, but like exactly, this is not... but it happens every day, and there, and that's what I mean. But the part is, we shake our heads at it too, because we'll true. sit around by ourselves and say, "Oh, did you see? You know, you see Joan, little Joan is talking to Johnny over there, mm-hmm. and he's twenty eight years old, and she's sixteen. It's a goddamn shame that was going on, <laughs> but no one's doing anything. But then the no uh... one's stepping in to help Joan." Get away from Johnny's creepy ass. But that's what I mean by also just like, one, like you were saying, the victim blaming mentality. But two, the the putting the onus on... 
why would the girl allow this to happen? No, why is the guy out here trying to talk to Joan when he's 25 and she's 16? Man, a whole ass creep. What is wrong with you, exactly. number one? And that's what I tell my students in high school. Yo, it's not that I don't think you're wonderful, mature. And that's the way we also rationalize it. Oh, she's really mature for her age. Or like, you know, she been out here on her own doing da 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 Or, you know, she got a job. Like, she's mad mature. So that's the way I feel like we rationalize it. But to see that many teen births to people, to fathers that old, to me it shows that, that, that this is the microcosm of where we're talking about that older yeah. person having more power over that younger person and how much decision-making power that younger person has. Is that person able to negotiate wearing a condom? Am I able to get birth control without you trying to come and control me? Yeah. Am I able to say, no, actually, I don't want to have your baby because a lot of these guys will say, like, romanticize, wouldn't it be great if you had my baby, trying to make me feel special, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and whatever happens down the line. And so it is a yeah, it's a systematic issue that we really need to um that we need to address. And FYI, if there is a 16, 17 year old girl younger that just happened to be listening to this. True. Um It's not on you. We ain't talking we we not, not that, putting you down. But I'm gonna let you know that if he's twenty eight and he's talking to you, he's a clown. He well, can't get women on? that's twenty eight. He can't get women that's twenty six or twenty five or, or twenty four or twenty three or he's targeting or, or he's targeting yes. those. So people. like you have one or two options: either he is a predator, or two, he's not as cool as you think he is, because he wouldn't be talking to you. You can be mature, you can be cute, you can be all this at the end of the day. To me, rationally, I don't think there's a twenty eight year old man who would step out of his zone to talk to a 15, 16-year-old girl. He's probably not he stepping out of his zone. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, just, it's just what he does. Like, I know you're stuck in high school, bro, but like not that much. Like you, At some point, you have to grow up. But like these guys are either clowns or they have something that is wrong with them. Either way, y'all can listen to the get... episode. It's dropping. <laughs> it's dropping soon. Listen to the episode. We're going off of life. Yeah. Either way, you should... You should Get away as soon as possible because it's really <laughs> not worth it at the end of the day. Um, because every time this happens, as a community, we all break down. No one steps in. I know this has happened in my family. Mm. Uh, the guy, actually, at the end of the day, he wound up being a great guy, great father to his to you know my cousin. Um, but it still doesn't negate the fact that, that something was, nasty was going as hell. on. <laughs> it is. It's na- call it spade or spade. Cool guy. That was nasty as hell for you to have sex with a girl that age and get her pregnant. And, wh- and my question becomes the why. And that's why I always just encourage my students to think about equality, the power, etc. that they have in that position. All right. So the next theme I want to bring up, and I know this got us hot. The women still supporting. It's still women still supporting him. And there was a note about this. Um, I think it was Jamila, um, she's a journalist and she's really popular on Twitter. Jamila Yeah, No, Jamila, um, Yeah. Yeah. She was saying like, where was Ebony? Where was Essence? And then somebody, one of the other journalists for the Chicago Times, I believe, she said like, when we went out there every single day of the trial, it was... Nothing but other black women just out there still supporting you him. You saw the clips. It's right. two sides to every story. story right, They're right, trying right. to bring down a good man. You're like, right, 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 right. Since he don't even like you. 
He might. He might. No, she was like 25. <laughs> right. Out of the, like, out of the range. Like, just you're out, you're of out of his range. Like, what are you, like... So that's the thing. I think that... So I feel like this comes from a few different ways. I think it's disparaging that, you know, there are women still supporting him. If anything, like, we have to have each other's backs. But then again, I feel like we have this... Uh, we expect men to be trash. I'll, I'll, we expect men to be trash. However, however... The women, we do expect we do expect some sisterhood, but I do think that this is a result of how we are raised, how we are taught to compete with each, with each other, the narratives that we have around growing up and being a woman. If you don't do it, girl, he's going to find somebody else to kind of narratives. I think that, oh, she ain't doing that for you. I could be a better woman to you types of narratives. And I also believe, just for the larger narrative of this whole thing that I've been seeing, this is the way we are raised and what our moms tell us. Yeah. I know for me, my mom always said, you don't want to be one of those girls. Or other people who, you know, have black, who are black American. You don't want to be one of them fast ass, you know, them fast ass girls. Or whatever other narratives that we are taught. And so you have this like, me versus them, us versus that, good girl versus bad girl. And so we t- we get away from putting ourselves in that girl's shoes. We get away from um, being able to say like, no, I am not to blame. Like, I am not being fast. You had predators around me. Or the way that we sexualize girls. A t- three-year-old putting on a bathing suit, y'all, with a two-piece. They're not trying to be... Se- they're just children. So yeah. we as adults, we sexualize because, children. Because you know what? As my thinking, yeah. when I see that, mm-hmm. I go, why is she in two-piece? Put she's, in one just, piece. she's just in the, But she's and, a baby, and, and, right? That's just the way I'm thinking because it's like, It's no, the way we've been socialized. You, She can't do that. It's the way we've been socialized. She can't literally. do that because that's like... You don't you don't want to raise her up too fast. Well, that's what my mom would always but, do. Just like thinking about like... My mom would always say like... Those types of hairstyles or this and that. And I understand why my mom did it because it was her way of, quote, protecting me. Mm. I understand. But you, we're putting the labels on young girls being fast or teenage girls being fast. So, therefore, they won't see themselves as a, as a victim. They won't. They're going to internalize that they did something. If I wasn't so fast or if I wasn't dressed like this or if I didn't do X, Y, and Z then this wouldn't have happened to me when that's not what it's all about. None of that, none of that, no, there are no protective factors here. The protective factor is men need to just stop doing this. Predators need to stop being predators. That's how we're going to protect people. But yeah, we we start off really young by talking about clothes and what kids are doing. I can't believe you're dancing like that. Were you just dancing at all? It's like, but you, you got, but. They're just kids. Like, they don't have those sexual feelings. Especially young kids. They do not have yeah. those sexual and feelings I, I'm and I'm telling you right now, I am definitely guilty of that. Like, my... When I see my niece dance in a certain way, even if it kind of like a twerk, I'm like, hey, stop. Nope. We're not starting that. And, and I don't know if that's good or bad. But I, I just us, know... It's us putting our adult eyes yeah. on everything for no reason. Like, they're literally... We don't even give but kids an opportunity to The way I look at it is... They're learning everything from adults right now. Right. And I personally don't mind Cardi B being open about her sexuality. Of course not. I She's don't, an adult. I don't, I don't, 
I actually, I'm a huge fan of City Girls <laughs> and their ratchet music. But I don't want my younger kids, uh, niece, to listen to that and grow up with that thinking. But then the onus is on me as a yeah. parent or as a uncle or as a whoever to make sure that I can listen to this music. But when I'm around my kid, I just don't. I don't have to introduce my kid to this music or be an adult, sit down, have a conversation, and let them know this is entertainment. There you go. This is not this necessarily not what you may or may not want You can't always hear. ask them where the bag at, where the bag at. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can't, can't always say you want some uh, Hennessy, <laughs> a dick, Hennessy, and a plan B. <laughs> Although, if there are any women <laughs> that want to make sure that you can keep a guy, not if you're 15, 16, or 17. I want to see you twerk, 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 yeah, twerk, I'm talking about these older up. women. If twerk, you twerk. want a guy to come over, tell him to bring his dick, a plan B, and a Hennessy. And see if he's not at your door five seconds later. I can't wish That is like the sexiest stupid. thing I've ever heard in my entire so life. So dumb. But, but yeah, no. But you know what? I'm glad that you said you took the onus as being an adult. You talked about having the conversation and, and all of those things. Because as adults, like I said, we're putting our adult values in our dark adult sexual lens. Because age appropriate as an adult, you would have that type of lens. Children do not. And so it makes me think about a tweet that I saw about how baby may, uh, paid a woman to have sex with Lil Wayne at 11. Or, I'm sorry, rape Lil Wayne at 11. Oh, and yeah. so that well, is an adult men, lens. We, we don't look at it as rape. Right. They don't, like, men, which is not okay. We do exactly. not look at it as rape. Exactly. If we I was say it's a coming of age. And some 30 year old girl has sex with me. I wouldn't think that it was rape. Absolutely. I'd be like, guess what? Yeah. Yo, I lost my virginity to a 30-year-old yeah. woman. It was awesome. Yeah. Like, and it yeah. w- it's never like, hey, that's, that's, not that's okay. a problem. It's like, let's talk to this 30-year-old woman. It's still uh, creepy. Let's, let's figure out what the hell is going on because there's no reason. That bitch is she, a predator, yes, too. Yes. <laughs> She's trash. Right. But it's like. That adult lens. So 11 years old, you are in about sixth grade. You are still going through puberty. You're learning about puberty. You are trying to build your identity. You're building privacy. This is what's happening developmentally in the sexual development of an 11-year-old. So they're not even in that headspace. So to sit there and use your adult sexual lens to try and, quote, man up a child or trying to see this child as a man. Oh, if you're a man, you're going to act like this. You're going to chase women. You're going to do all these things. That's I feel like that's one of the biggest problems there. And, and I it think it leaves that boy, yeah, or girl, yeah, emotionally scarred because once they come of age and they actually start thinking for themselves, yeah, they're fighting something that they've been nurtured to, to as, like, a, as yeah. second as second nature. Yeah, like this is their second nature. Like, oh, this is what I do. I have sex with these women. I was 11 when I first started having sex. Yeah. He said it on Behind the Music. Behind the Music aired this. As yeah. If it was like, yeah. wasn't a thing. Yeah. Little Wayne lost his virginity. And he, yeah, I lost my virginity. Oh, my, my dad. And the same baby. thing with Chris I mean, Brown. And it was like, wait, same thing with Chris Brown. Cool. Yeah. But all of them, Bob, yeah. they all, Diddy had, I think, had Bow Wow or Usher on tour. And when he was 13 or 14, and he lost his virginity. And they talked about this on Behind the Music like it was like, it's whatever. Like- <laughs> Hey, by the way, I'll make sure you put in the part that he had sex when he was 13 years right, old. Right, right, right. With a 38-year-old woman. 
that's that's going to be a good it's part. It's a coming it's of like, age story. This is not coming of age. Like this is this is a problem that we have, and I'm so happy. Kind of, even though I know I personally get annoyed at everything. Mm-hmm. Like a guy like looks at a girl and his eyes crossed in 1996. He's going to be put on trial <laughs> for sexual harassment. Right. Right. The great, and that's one percent of it. Let me clarify. That's one percent of the stories that come out. But like. I'm glad that this Me Too, Time's Up stuff comes up because not only does it bring a light, shed a light on, you know, guys that are actually out here being predators, but it also sheds a light on there are a lot of things that were wrong and that wrongs were done back that we have to go and address now. The behind the musics, the, um, the people telling stories about what was going on backstage. Like, from what I'm finding out, this... R. R. Kelly's not the only person. Right. We just talked about how, you know, P. Diddy had Mm. a kid when he was 23, Justin, and his, and the baby mother had a kid, the same kid, Justin, she was 16 when she she had the kid. So I don't know if this was a one time thing. I don't know if, like Aaliyah, she was mature, but I feel like. Mature in air quotes. Sorry, y'all didn't see that. Yeah, sorry. Air quotes. But P. Diddy has to come to the table and explain himself as well. Everyone has to explain themselves because Tank wrote something like, hey, by the way, he's not the only person. Well, guess what, Tank? Let us know who these people are. Because what we can't continue to do is crucify R. Kelly. Right. And then let everybody else go. XYZ R&B singer rapper continue to do it. Right. And everyone's going to sit back again and then we're going to run this shit back another five or ten years mm. where we could have stopped it right then and there but more people will get hurt because I ain't saying nothing. It ain't my business. It ain't, uh, I ain't got nothing to do with it but then you want to be the first celebrity a- putting hashtag mute XYZ person. It's only it's only it's never your problem when it comes to protecting black women and girls. But and the, Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that. But I think um, yeah, I think just like we put that same lens on boys, we put that same lens on girls and victimize them early. So no, 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 for on girl, victims. On victims. Not on girls, on victims. On victims, period. But yeah. I was talking more specifically for girls. Like if a girl is wearing a certain outfit or she's hanging out with frat or whatever... You being a child, I feel like there's always, because I see, I talk to these grandmas when I have parent nights. I talk to these mothers when we're doing parent education classes. And it's always on some, well, I told her to stop wearing them shorts. You know, you don't wear them shorts when there's men around. You need to evaluate what it is about the men around the situation that makes you have to go put quote more clothes on or not wear the out the certain outfits in your house in your class and in your around your house and this makes me think of um i think we talked about this before there was a girl that i was teaching and she shared that like her like she she felt very uncomfortable with her mother's boyfriend being around and her like she was you know wearing Wearing the clothes that one would wear, and she felt like the mother's boyfriend always stared at him. And so when she addressed it with her mom, she said, "Well, ugh, you need to go. Yeah, you need to wear a wrap when you're at how at the house." So she had to put on a floor length wrap so that the mother's boy, so that her boyfriend, the mom's boyfriend, wouldn't look at her. But it's like, no, you don't change your behavior. We need to evaluate why there's a predator allowed to be in your house to look at your child. And yeah. we know we know no. all the underlying issues with that. But I think that's just an, that's 
that's part of the lens that we're putting on children. You're being fast or you need to put some clothes on. You need to do all these things. Now, yeah. Because around the house. Yeah. If you have on, a little kid has on night clothes, it could be a 15, 16-year-old girl. If I'm here for your mother, more than likely, I probably don't want to be in a common area anyway. I just want to be in a bedroom, but that's just me. But outside of that, <laughs> um, if I happen to walk out the bedroom, go and grab something from the kitchen, and she's walking around in like some little short shorts, that has nothing to do with me. And it's also not and sexual. It's, her it's house. not for yeah, you. Exactly. It's not sexual. I'm just so, wearing my short shorts. And, and another thing, when like I, I had a conversation with some people who they were some old. Uh, one was an older woman. One was a younger woman. One was in between. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about. Walking down the street, some girl wearing like some short shorts, and they all were like, "No, she shouldn't wear that. She out here being a hoe." And I was like, "But guys, because they were like, well, because it was a particular person to walk by. Well, you looked. I was like, okay, yes, I looked. I feel like if she walked by, if it's something that I see, yes, I'll take a look. I am not like creepy, like." Eyeing her down the entire time. But as a man, one, maybe I should work on my look. And hmm. two, that doesn't give hmm. me a right to say anything or to rape her because she has on these clothes. That doesn't give me the right to rape her or to touch her or to say anything derogatory and to it's her. Literally not, she it's, can walk down the street and do it all she wants. It's, it is my job not to say anything. It is her job to make it from point A to B. That's it. Everybody should mind their business. Just like if I was walking around and I had my gray sweatpants on and you could see my print. Shut the... No. No, no, no. I'm saying women look. Women might make jokes, but not ever in life has a woman come up to me and said, Hey, boy. Like that dick in your pants. Come over here right now. Or, hey, boy, let me get my number. I like the way your dick look. No one ever says that. Well, I mean, a lot of us are civilized. Yeah, no, I'm but, saying because no, women, women don't. It's not in a woman's uh, like nature to do that. That's not how women have been like programmed. Whereas men, we've been programmed to see it, want it, take it. So when you see that girl... That looks really good, or the girl who looks like she's fifteen, and you want to go and talk to her because you're nasty. You're gonna go and do it. But here's the thing: it literally is not how rape works. Not not that I'm saying you're yeah. saying this, but y'all, like that's this this will wrap up this point. Rape is not about clothes. Nope. Rape is not about where you were at that hour tonight. It's not about how much you were drinking. It's not about how much you were having fun. It's not about where you by yourself. It's not about am I wearing putting my keys between my fingers. It's not about my best weapon. It's not about my self-defense class. It is not about any of that. Rape is about power and control and the person yeah, who's doing the rape or He's going the- to attempt the rape, them feeling like they have power and control over you. And so I, I need to say that clear and I need to say it more and more and more. And I think Tarana Burke said it. We get into this space where we are internalizing what we did, what we could have done differently. 
And this is how R. Kelly still gets to be out here in these streets because it's never R. Kelly or the perpetrator's it's fault. The it's fault. always it's the kids. Right. Fault. It's always it's the kid or she shouldn't have been this or like, where was the parent? Like it's so many other it's or, everything. Or why would but, you let him pee on Right, you? right. Why would you it's do that? everything but the person committing the crime. Why are so, we not questioning R. Kelly on peeing? Why are we not questioning R. Kelly on the fact that he likes fifteen year olds? Like, yeah. Put the onus on him. Like you know the difference between you walking down the street being at three o'clock in the morning, walking down the alley three o'clock in the morning, and being robbed or raped, and not, <laughs> not you, it's the person. And things like dress, you shouldn't have to wear a paper potato bag to feel safe, or you shouldn't have to hide yourself, or even it's better, just not, nothing, Kelly, none of those things. I shouldn't have to travel with you to each city when you're traveling with R. Kelly if R. Kelly isn't a sick person. Child. Child. They don't know. They don't know. It's R. Kelly. It's not anyone else. It's the perpetrator, y'all. And so I say all that to say, like, one, the education piece, but two, releasing that shame or releasing that narrative that we've could've, we could have done something because there's nothing at all we could have done. And that's like saying also, so fine, we were talking to people who are teenagers and adults feeling that way. But that's like saying to a child, like, well, child, why did you have that two-piece bathing suit on? You're going, are you going to blame the person who was just living their life? Or are you going to blame the person who came out and attacked that person? Yep. So we really need to change the narrative around this. I think to that point as well, though, I think the biggest theme... Besides all these big themes that came up for me was around adults enabling adults. Let me tell you something. Bruce. Um, out of here. Bruce, hold on. Let me, let me pull up other homeboy's name. Um, Jeremy, I think that's the personal assistant. Like Bruce. Dimitri, I'm sorry, Demetrius, yeah, Demetrius, the personal assistants. I've been I've been watching the Have and the Have Nots and all these different trash shows, so I'm getting all my characters mixed up. <laughs> but we got Demetrius, the personal assistant. Bruce, who's R. Kelly's older brother, who's already locked up um y'all going y'all going straight to hell and you know what let Bruce, me tell you something with i the hope the line that will sit with me i hope forever. the flame burns your skin i hope the i hope the flame disfigures your face everyone has a preference lord i have a preference lord no R. kelly has a preference he mm -hmm. said quote <laughs> my brother enjoys younger women what's the big deal and a quote it's fucking illegal what is wrong with you that's the point so you know what and the person who taught me this the the most i think i got this got this is when i had jet setting jasmine on the podcast mm -hmm. she talked about how she does different videos for different clients and I appreciated, and I, and it was just a learning moment for me when she was like, and I don't do anything that involves the elderly, children, um, what is it, elderly, children, Disabled. and animals oh, or animals. something, right? And she was like, those people cannot give consent. Uh, they are in a vulnerable, either they're in a vulnerable position, cannot give consent, and I cannot and will not take anybody's money, and I will report you and i do i appreciate that because it's like that's not a preference y'all and, and i equate that because she's a person who's you know doing videos for you know for pay she's a person doing videos um in in an artistic manner and she's doing videos for pleasure 
And she's letting you know these are the boundaries yep. and this is why. This is why it's not okay. It's illegal. It's all of these things. But also, that is not a preference. Yep. That is that's when that's when you have the the differences between what's pedophilia or any of the, the, the bad negative things and the things that are outlawed versus the things that are like, I like to be tied up or Versus I like, you know, balloons or I like having sex with furries because we're talking about adults engaging with other adults, people who can say something, people who can give consent and consent has to be children can't give consent. So thereby no. I can't have a preference for children. So were they because more to dress up as a kid or? No, like she was just saying, like, I guess if somebody's because she gets requests. So she just let and I don't think she's ever gotten the request, yeah. but she has made it clear. Like, if you are asking me to do anything involving the elderly or oh, like, animals, okay, yeah. you know, like animals cannot you can't do that. Yeah, I'm not, not, sex with not just because it's yeah. against the law, but like animals can't give consent. Like. We have to think about these things. And so when he said that, I wanted to throw the TV. I think everybody was looking at him like, Bruce. <laughs> Nigga. Like, I what is wrong? Never Dog. get Every time you go to the parole board, I Put hope. Put him I hope, under the I hope jail. Your, I hope the parole commissioner goes, I have a preference. <laughs> my preference is for you to stay your raggedy ass in jail for the rest of your life. Yo. That's my preference. Him What's and Demi- the big deal? Him, Demetrius, Bruce Demetrius, the personal assistant. The one who the- got Aaliyah married. Yes. And then the guy who was like the music producer, like he had like the slick back or oh, whatever. Oh, the one who tried to make himself seem like he was well, like, he was innocent like, and was like, Hold on, yeah, I- so I came, I saw young girls and they all having sex and yeah. I was like, hey man. What's, What's going on? Yep, there you go. I wrote it down. He said, oh, his name is Craig. So Craig is a music producer. Craig came in and said, there were girls everywhere. And then I went to my body and I asked them, what's going on? So let me get this right. Yeah, what's wrong with your eyes? So let me get this <laughs> like, right. You said, let me go tell my buddy. But you didn't say, let me go tell the, the police. police. Okay. Okay. So it's about this. So like I said, adults enabling other adults. You all saw what was going on. You even felt what was going on you had even if you had a some people said i had a speculation you had carrie and i'm i think carrie i feel carrie was was being honest no, Ka- yeah carrie, but carrie, carrie was like, is- i've never seen this but even if you had the speculation y'all not one person was like you know what i got it everybody this is everybody was literally like Damn. everybody was shooting yourself away from everybody's like for real none of those adults that's crazy none of those adults that's crazy blame except for two people Tom Joyner and Chance the Rapper are the only two people that took any type of responsibility for what was going on. FYI, we were all guilty. But when it came to, as I said, uh, Azriel's parents, you knew, excuse my, my language, this motherfucker was a creep. And you said, and you tried to rationalize, because he was acquitted, it's not right. But you also didn't trust him to be in a room by himself with your daughter. And it kind of reminded me of everyone's creepy uncle that we have in our black Child. families where everyone goes, no, he's all right. He just can't be around my kids. Then why do we have him at the house? Right. Right. We're meeting R. Kelly right now. We're getting rid of uncles, aunties. Anybody that's a we fucking creep. Everybody you gets... You can't come. Everybody's you getting You can't muted. come to Christmas. You're no longer... If I... You, we I don't are, have children, but God knows if I had children. Twenty nineteen is the way for we're protecting people. Like you ain't coming no more. And you are a creep. I am out. 
And if I had a creep in my family and we had a family event, I don't have to have children. As soon as you show up, I'm telling my family I'm out. I'm not supporting this. Or we this are. We gotta get him out. Get him out the house. Get her out. For the, the house. protection of all everybody. the children involved and everybody, we and for the trauma. And we got children that are out here doing all types of crimes, and we don't know what because that person was touched. They turn around and touch somebody else, and it's all because we have parents around right now. That were in rooms, whether it was in a room with R. Kelly, whether he came to your boutique, whether he asked your kid on stage, whether you were on his payroll. They all failed those children by absolutely saying nothing. And that is the most sickening part. Like, he is sick. Or he the deserves disbelief. to go to jail. Or the disbelief, too. Because I, I, see, I, I feel so mixed about Sparkle. And I've seen some people be like, uh, put the, put that bitch in that pile too. But and, this is why and I then don't. part of me. But then again, Sparkle was also like, but here we go with that whole. I I don't and I don't know how to frame it. I don't know if it's the women in competition with each other or like the because when she said, oh that couldn't be me. She it wasn't Andrea It Kelly. wasn't camaraderie. It wasn't like uh, that bitch silly. Right or that like silly or like Robert. Right, but not being like, Robert, what the hell's going on here? Like, this is a grown, full-ass woman, and she didn't say anything. She just said, it couldn't have been me. And then when she said, I didn't think, I didn't think he would do this to my family, it was like, but what made, why? So, to me, I call it the hood naivete. It's not going to happen to me. That mother is not going to touch me or none of my children or nobody associated with me. And she had this false belief that because... Anything they did or didn't do, I'm not. I don't know what they, what type of relationship they had. She said it wasn't sexual. Whatever, I'll go for it. Mm-hmm. If he didn't try anything crazy with her, she thinks. Let me introduce my kid to him. Mm-hmm. Andrea is a silly hoe because Andrea is letting that happen. I am not letting it happen. So R. Kelly knows not to mess with me or mine. That's ex- that's that's immediately what my, my mind went to. Mm-hmm. So everyone goes, well, you saw her at the studio. Why didn't you do anything? She called her brother and her sister and said, "What the hell is going on?" They said, "And that's why I hey, gave her some leeway." It's cool. We brought her over. So what the hell is she supposed to do at this point? I mean, I give her some leeway. She's supposed in to that yell at her well. brother and sister and say, "Hey, don't do this. Don't she." Only thing she knows is I feel is like right she after, I feel like was, she did give up her career and of course like that backlash for her getting on stage. But I see I see both. Uh, she's one of the ones Sparkle, where I kind of see. But this is the thing. Sparkle was around before the second wave. This is right after the Aaliyah thing, and everyone has to realize that right when Aaliyah happened, we were all sick enough to think, and we all said, "Well, Aaliyah, this was a, a isolated incident." Aaliyah was very mature for her age. And that's the way the entire industry treated the whole R. Kelly thing. I can't believe it. That's how everyone treated it. So, Sparkle's thinking that Aaliyah thing was a one-off thing. We're doing business. He's not doing anything. He's my protege. He's helping out my career. Right. Let me go and grab my niece. This is my niece. I want you to meet her. You did everything great for me. XYZ happens. Then, at this point, it's... It's crazy. Right. He starts, he does the, the video. And to this day, the family is still saying that it wasn't her in the video. That's how partly she got off yeah, as well. I don't know, yeah. The family said it wasn't her. That's her. 
R. Kelly, that's not me. Nigga, that's you. Like, and then try and put your... Try to... Ask your brother his no, 100000 No, no, no. Now, this is where we know Bruce has to go to hell. He has to meet the devil. And the devil must screw him up and over mm-hmm. and all of those things. Because when Bruce said, man, he tried to get, you know... Uh, you know, when he tried to get Carrie, the younger brother, to basically take the blame for it, and he said, "Man, you know, Robert said he was going to give him a hundred thousand dollars and a one-year record deal." Oh, set him up for he, life. He, he could, he could have been rich. Now I don't understand why he didn't take it. What? Yeah, it's the right. What? Like, yo, when he said that was like my second point where I was like, "Yeah, Bruce, fuck help out me." Of here. Help. I think that's when my heart, like, yeah. I, I think that's when my heart was just like. Wait, wait, Vanessa, don't go into panic. I'm not for jail don't go into anxiety at all. attack mode. I'm not for mode. jail attacks or anything, but Bruce, if Nigga, something happens to you when he after said, this. When he said, man, I don't know why you take the money. Because he has I'm sorry. morals. He so wait, you said that you is... were going to let your brother take the fall for something that you did. For You're going to sell yourself out for a, a, a record? Okay. All right, I'm going to check that one off the list. Hold on, let me let me get my sticky note. I'm going to check, boy. When he, Bruce, I'm sorry. And he, I hope the devil I mean, has his way like with you. Like, I hope you, you 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 oh oh just and he said it so matter of fact. I want to know what the production scene face was like. I wonder if they were just like wait was it like wait 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 was it like Tori's <laughs> when Tori asked R Kelly uh. Do you like to sleep with teenagers? What do you mean? The fine teenage nigga. Thirteen. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nineteen. I mean, I have younger Teen. friends. I have younger friends. And Tori's but, face is like, yeah, but you know, this Tori was trying not to show his whole he, face he because he was like, he couldn't help it. <laughs> like when you hear, like he was like, I gave him the alley oop, like dunk that, I and then he like, said, I was gonna get you this, this more serious question. I feel like he threw him off. <laughs> Tori was like, uh... Yo, the production... I bet the production team was like... Cut! Okay, cut. We gotta cut right here. And he thought he was the man at that point. He's, Bruce is that kind of person that says something really outlandish, dumb, illegal, and ridiculous. Oh, and it's ex- like, don't keep this shit no, real. No, no, no. But, expe- but looking at you like, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah right? Wait, wait, wait. Like, you would take the deal too, right? Like, am I right? You, like, got, you got like, talking off like, yeah, yeah man, so, um... You be wow, <laughs> wow! No, no. That's when you're like, wait. When did I tell you we were friends? No, yeah, not like no. The, I, don't, I don't even. No, know I don't yet. know what you. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, Bruce is ridiculous. So I think. So I think there's two more things I want to bring up. Our 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 use of the word sex. Mm-hmm. So nowhere, unless no, I don't know. I'm not going to say there was no sex in any of these situations. We are rape. we are confusing sex with rape, and I was and I was about before I corrected before I was going to correct myself and say except for the women that were thirty and up, but, but still no, yeah, because all of those women still everyone's theme. If you go back and listen to everyone's story, everyone said like when they got to the sex part, they were like, I mean, we kind of just did it. No, except for uh, the, the Asante, last one. Asante. Uh, Asante, Asante was down. She was she down. Was with like, it. Yeah, she was like, yeah, but she also she stopped was, right when she found out. Like, wait, true. Exactly. Ooh. I think she was cool. I think she was cool. But every if you listen to everyone's experience, they were like, 
he kind of just told me to do it, or I kind of just did it, or Demet- Demetrius. But I even think? As, wait, even or Geronda. Right. I think Geronda was like or the last young girl he was with. Um, the last young girl he was with. Mm-hmm. A lot of this shit happened in Texas. Oddly enough, a lot of these stories happened in Texas. Mm. Um, I forgot her name, but she came. He came in her hotel room. Yes, and just said we're doing this. And just this. started having sex we're just with doing her, and this. she was like, uh... "Yo, so the reason why I want us and I and I want us to walk away from sex, and I know this, you know, some people might think this is being super technical, but words mean things. Words matter. Sex is implying Please. that both people want to do it. They are con- both people are consenting. Both people are of sound body and mind. They are doing this now." What happened was rape, and rape is implying that a person felt like they couldn't say no, was coerced, was forced, felt like I'm going to lose something if I say no. Anything that does not have a willful yes, and if there's any um, hesitation, that is not sex. If there's any doubt in someone's mind, that is not sex. I think one person said, I think it was Geronda that said, no, no, no. It wasn't Geronda. It was the, the, the DJ. The D, I think it was the DJ. Whoever it was. Somebody said it was consensual at first, but I felt like I couldn't say no. Never mind. It was the faith. It was faith. Faith. And I was like, okay, but you, it's not, door. it's yeah. not consensual. Like it's not as if you felt that you couldn't, or you're hesitating or like your first answer isn't yes, it is rape. And I think we need to go through this change and we have to go through this change as a society because something that my student, my younger students tell me all the time is, oh, well, what if you finesse the girl and then she says yes? Or like, you know, girls, you know, you got to ask them a couple times. It's because we're raising girls poorly here. Stop raising us to second guess ourselves. Stop second guess. Stop raising us to not want to be a quote unquote bitch. Stop raising us to not be assertive because there's a there's a, a theme out here around us not being able to say no. And I wrote that as one of the themes. Everyone in one way or another said, I felt like I couldn't say no. I felt like I couldn't step up. I felt like I couldn't leave. And I think, I personally think it's it's because of how we raise girls. I even find myself like in work situations thing. being like, oh, I don't want to come off this way. No, I'm saying what needs to be said. Yep. It's not about coming off this way or I want to be likable. We, we raise girls on how to be likable or, you know, how to be polite and all of this shit. And so then we end up in situations where we're trying to be polite in situations we don't need to be polite. Yep. And you don't need to be polite if somebody's making you do something that you're not 100% wanting to do. And that's not just for young women. This comes up when I am teaching people who've already had children, who've been married, divorced, etc. Like, I feel, I just like the, the I feel it's There's the universal yeah. way that we raise girls. Like, we, you know, girls don't know what they want, so we gotta, and, and, and this is, there's <laughs> happens all the time. The, the assertiveness work, works both ways, too. Even if you do want to have sex, you don't have to play coy. You don't. You but we are raised that way. And then that, We're raised and to that, play hard to get. And, oh no, and no, that no. what's it and what's the like, Well no, she she was saying no. And it's like no sometimes. She really girls, wanted to say yes. Yeah, and it's like, no, what the girl needs to do is be assertive and say, Yes, I wanna fuck. No, I wanna fuck. Right. And the guy has to be okay with 
the yes, I want to fuck, or the, the no, handling, I want to fuck. The handling guys rejection Guys have to needs. be, yeah, guys, yeah. Have, women have to be more assertive. Guys have to be more understanding and take that on the chin and keep going. They need she to be no, able. Cool. We need to away. teach boys how to handle rejection. We need to also teach boys that when somebody says the first thing, it's what they want to say. But I just did a class down the street at a high school, and we were going through consent situations, and it was a situation where it was like person A and person B, you know, are engaging. Both of them decide clearly to have sex. There's no drugs or alcohol, anything included. Both of them decide to have sex. Did person A did person A and B have a consensual sexual you know experience? And so majority, I had the kids move. Majority of the room said yes. There was a girl on the one side that was like, no, that's not consensual. And I said, well, what? And I thought I was making myself clear. So I was like, well, hmm, maybe she sees something here I don't understand. She said, I said, why? And she said, he didn't ask her again to see if she was sure, sure. No, no, like, but the thing is, like, but what she said. <laughs> That's but, scary. But you know what? But what she said is so real, though. And, like, it, it just it just blew my mind because I was like, well, and I had to tell her, I was like, well, you know, I appreciate you saying that, but we want to get in the habit of communicating what we want. Yeah. And it just shows you that, like, as women, you know, you got to you got to be asked twice or like you got to you know, you don't know what you want. Women, we have the national narrative. Women play hard to get, so therefore you got to get them to do something they don't want to do or you know, you can coax her into doing. That. We have all of these things and I and I truly believe it's because of the way that we are raising women and girls out here and it's the way that we even talk to each other like, "Girl, you just went ahead and like sucked him off." Well, that's what she when, wanted to do. That's what she wanted to do and she did it. She didn't have to be asked like she wanted to do that shit and so it's like we play shame when women are assertive and we don't and we we aren't taught i don't feel like we're taught those skills i feel like we teach those skills to boys a lot we tell boys like you know like just say it just say it man up say it with your chat like all these different things and so they get in the habit of being able to say like i want to have sex with you Guess what we're doing? We're having sex yep. tonight. Or we're like, doing hey, all these things. Over? Right. They're doing all like, of these things. And so, but we also train boys on how to snake, maneuver, move, not listen when the first hesitation is given, not pay attention because it's all about what you want. And until we stop raising people in this way, we're going to keep being in trouble. So, <sighs> no more using <laughs> sex. We are using the word rape. Because we are not sugarcoating what's actually happening here, which was a lot of rape that R. Kelly was doing out here. A lot of rape. And, whew, look at the, t- we already, okay, look at the time. <laughs> the last thing I want to bring up is the Weinstein versus R. Kelly documentary. Y'all bum ass hoes were out here on social media talking about some, wow. She said it, not me. Wow. Wow. So R. Kelly get a documentary, but where's the Weinstein documentary? Um ha, ha, oh, oh. so let me address it. this real Go fast. for it. You do it because um, you know I'm ready. You know I'm Harvey ready to fact find on the asses. Harvey Weinstein ain't got shit to do with our community. And I hate to sit there and say this is a black thing, but I don't care about white people or Asian people or anybody else's community right now. I am talking to you, beloved, you king, <laughs> you queen. I am speaking to you directly. Talking and to you, what boo-boo. I I'm am talking to saying you. is 
We as a community have to do better. I don't give a shit about Harvey Weinstein. What I care about is going on social media and seeing black women and some black men sit there and you try said to some def- black men and some black men. <laughs> a lot of black men have been very silent because they don't know what the hell to say. <laughs> Cause they real yeah, complicit. Nah. They're they like, there. no, black men are probably like, wait, yeah, wait, that was right. Yeah, wait, shit. Oh shit. Oh damn. Yeah. Wait. wait, hold on. When I had my, that girlfriend who was yeah. sixteen, my thirteen-year-old I... baby mother about to come right. on me right now. Let me chip. So like, we have to do better. We failed. We failed these young black girls. We sat there and we made these jokes. And when this video came out. I realized that I watched this video when I was in, well, I guess I was in high school. When I didn't happened. watch that shit. I watched the video. Y'all said it was a child having sex. I was like, but no there's one... children. There's a child having sex with a video. Exactly. What the hell am I watching that for? <laughs> we sat there and we watched this video and no one thought at the time, wait, this, this is right. a 15-year-old girl that's being pissed on who's getting her ass ate right now. I shouldn't be watching this. Then we laughed. Chappelle. Ooh, Although that we? is hilarious, that was nothing to joke about. All this stuff, and then you hit the boondocks. All these things came into play, and we all negated the fact that there was a young girl who was being violated by a predator. I don't I'm give done. a shit about Harvey Weinstein. I'm done. This has nothing to do with Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein will see his day. I am tired of trying to police what the hell is going on in Harvey Weinstein's world. You know who I am worried about right now? I'm worried about R. Kelly's victims. I'm worried about the damage that they're going to have to endure after this. There are women, he said, that have been with him for 15 years. Child. Do you imagine the Child. therapy they're going to need Child. to have a kind of normal life? Things will never be normal for them. Whether you were with him for a month or fifteen, there's a lot of psycho. That's a lot of psychoanalysts, or uh, <laughs> that's a lot of therapy that you'll need. And so, fuck Harvey Weinstein. I don't care about Harvey Weinstein. I care about us as a community sitting here and getting better and knowing that when we have a nasty aunt, nasty uncle, nasty R. Kelly, or nasty whoever it is in our society, we get them the hell out of here. I don't care about his music anymore. I don't care about any of this. The action of the man doesn't make me... And The action of the man is more important than what he was able to create. I think it's a shame that we can sit there and want to say, you know, forget Kanye West because of a political view. We're literally stopped listening to Kanye West I mean, because of a, a political Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're but saying. But this nasty motherfucker is actually who has, touching women, who has, like, little girls. Stuff on them. And we're like, Cause I was about mute to be like, him? I was about mute to be like, him? what are you talking Are about? you serious? Mute him? Yes, mute him. If you want to mute Kanye West, mute him. Matter of fact, everybody from Chicago. <laughs> mute everybody from Chicago right now. But like, fuck the Harvey Weinstein to R. Kelly uh, thing. We're worrying about R. Kelly because the world failed these girls. But more importantly, the reason why the world failed them, I know we don't want to hear it, is because the black community continued to support them. So that's why this is not this is apple to oranges. But I believe I could fly was just such a great song. It is. I believe I could fly was just. You know, played at the high school graduation. And guess what? That's great. But you know what you don't have to do? <laughs> Listen to it. At my house, we before the Christmas, um, when we had our little uh, mm-hmm, get-together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're sitting there, and we have music playing, 
And I don't know how the hell this happened. It, Pandora. You know Pandora. Be, you know Pandora. Pandora will sneak a R. Kelly song on. Pandora just be having. Man, you. we sitting there, and I'm upstairs. I'm taking. St- I'm setting up the bed because we thought somebody was coming to sleep in the guest room. And R. Kelly came on. Alexa. <laughs> Next. And somebody in the house of Alexa, the older person unlike said, and unfollow this station, Alexa. So, and somebody in the house just said, "Yes, we don't play R. Kelly in this house. We are making, we are not giving R. Kelly no views. We ain't giving R. Kelly no more oh, money. Stop listening to his music to try to figure out what's going on. Yo, do you know YouTube his streaming it. numbers? YouTube it. His streaming numbers have Yo, gone I up, so he's getting shit. paid for that. So please, YouTube it illegally." To make sure he doesn't get coins. So what we're not doing is giving him any more money. So period. to the bum ass, stupid ass, uneducated, can't Google assholes. Oh, I'm sorry. Hate black women and want to be white men so bad, hoes. Weinstein documentary. Um, the trailer. If you just Google it, it's it's out, y'all. It's called The Reckoning. But and I, don't, I don't care. His shit is. Not, I'm just saying care. for the people that need it. For the people that need it. We had young black women who were left to the not, side of the road know, but, because we didn't care enough for them. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to know what the talking point is going to be now. I want when that one drops. I want to know like, are we going to finally be like, all right? So they got their documentary. We got ours. We can finally move forward and really start to believe when people are saying are talking about them being victims and them being raped and murdered and all of these different things. I wonder if, I wonder if we're going to change the talking point or y'all still going to be like, uh-uh, he made the best cookout music. I just want, I want to know now because here y'all got, you guys got what you wanted. The documentary's dropping. The trailer is out. So I want to know what the talking point is now. Like, I want to know if you're going to stop being trash or if you're actually going to read and understand trauma bonds, if you're going to understand how your behavior is problematic, I want to know if you're going to evaluate yourselves to ensure that you are not re-victimizing and victimizing women, black women, all over. So you can listen to 20 songs. <laughs> Honestly, you're a piece of shit. Sorry. You literally are a piece of shit if you're, if you're sitting here standing for him Yo. in a whole stand because of 20 songs you, my think husband you can't sent live me, without. My husband sent me the um, We're With Kells or something something Kells hashtag. Somebody had to unmute R. Kelly. There was a... Where was it? Where did he... Yeah, he sent me the article that says Spotify streams surge 16% after docuseries airs. And he said that there is a hashtag... Called some, you know what? We don't need to follow the hashtag, but it's something about supporting R. Kelly hashtag, and that's when we knew. And that's and and we'll wrap it up right here. This is how we know for this stuff to happen for this long, and for him to keep flourishing and making money still is because we do sincerely hate black women and girls. And until we fix that, ain't nothing, ain't shit going happen. Hold on. And FYI, he's still, and they're not young. Trap. They're 18, 19, 20 Come years old. Come on. He still, have, he still has women in his home that cannot go home. I'm they sick. cannot I'm sick. contact their family. I'm sick. So people can sit there and say, well, Lifetime. Or they, sit the there and say, talking about something like, up, let me tell you what I would do. I would the, jump out the window and then yeah, I would call my mom. You ain't doing none of that. The way that Lifetime did this, some of these things, they kind of embellish. You know what they didn't embellish? 
that these girls haven't seen, that parents haven't seen their kids in three years, or that he had sex with 15, 16, 17 year old women. And let's or not that he wrote "You are not alone" after Woo! he got the seventeen-year-old girl pregnant. She had a you know miscarriage, so he wrote a song hours. about that. There's, so, like, there's there's fuck. six hours worth of material per every single hour of this documentary. We're not going to do it. Like, but like, if you're still defending defending him, go to hell. But for the people, with Bruce, <laughs> with, <laughs> Bruce chill. with Bruce, Demetrius, and all them. <laughs> no, but speaking to that point. Parents, everybody keeps talking about what happened to the parents. Da, 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 da. Y'all, again, you don't know what you're going to do exactly. if the situation happened. Number one, and number two, let's stop acting like we were all just coming home after school, like we weren't doing a whole bunch of shit our parents didn't exactly. know about on our own. And number three, let's not act like parents are the best people in the whole entire world. There are parents out here who are damaging oh, the shitty, people. There parents. are parents out here who have not done their healing work. There are parents out here who like to re- who are who are the main um perpetrators committing <laughs> committing crimes against their own children. So let's not act like all parents are made equally and all parents are responsible people and all parents have done their healing work because they have not. And so with that, please if you have to do your own healing work or know somebody that needs to do their healing work, there's nothing wrong with therapy. They got talk space out here. They got a whole bunch of resources out here. If you need resources on how to escape or leave a partner, loveisrespect.org has toolkits and they have guides that lead, that literally lead you second by second, day by day. And this is all ages. They have a high school one. If you're in high school and you need to leave a partner and they're still at your school, they have a toolkit for that. If you are a person who's on your own and you need to leave a partner, they walk you through what you can do in order to leave that partner with real resources. Also, if you need the domestic violence hotline, it's 1-800-799-SAFE. Um, 1-800-799-SAFE. And if you need anything, we're here for you to give you some resources. But please, find your healing work. I do hope that everyone is is doing their work or finding their healing and doing what they need to do. And... With that, we are, we can't, we can't keep, we can't go any further. I haven't had dinner yet. See y'all later. Vagisteam is now on the hiatus. Look out for more events coming up this year. Look out for more courageous conversations. And I hope you enjoy. Bye.